we did yeah. West Valley. That's a shit show. No yeah, offense. Yeah, but you uh, can say I'll only pay this much for it, and they'll probably be like, all right. Well, some of the prices for even like, oh, it's marked down. And I'm like, that's yeah. marked down? Yeah. Tori, went, Tori went there a couple weeks ago. She's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they go. <laughs> Thank you. They I think go. that's exactly what I said. <laughs> story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Now are they are they UFOs or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental I don't know, know planes man. that they're building? And police in Española are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts. Weird animal-like creature that was shot. Wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd way. Welcome everybody to Strange Uncles. Uh, ding. Ghost bells. <laughs> I'll play that one. That's funny. That was my computer, and I don't know how to make it not do that. Uh, I'll just turn the volume. Oh, you can barely yeah, hear it, dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Josh. <laughs> How's my everybody computer's doing? on mute. Yeah. Hint, well, hint. My computer's on mute now. <laughs> hey guys, I just barely got a computer for the first time like a couple weeks ago. Oh, uh, we gotta leave you alone. There's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. Um, yeah. First of all, I'm just gonna throw out. I'm not a huge, huge fan because I'm new to Utah, but fucking a the jazz game on Friday night. Oh yeah, so much fun. Oh man, that was amazing. That for- whole 1.3 seconds. Oh, oh yeah, God. for those of you listening, we're talking about the Boyan Bogdanovich game winner against Milwaukee Friday night. Oh, that blew my mind. Well, and again, we have never been to a jazz game, Josephine and I. So, you know, we live right, we walk to the arena where they have it. Never thought nothing of it, you know. And so Josephine and I and Josh, you know, we end up going, sorry, you were working. I was working. You know, you'd be the slave guy. and Working for the man. Yeah, Dude, working your fingers sweet. down. But uh, it was fucking cool. Literally tied 100 to 100. 1.3 seconds on the clock, and uh, Bogdanovich did a yep. three-pointer. It was he fucking did a three. cool. He did a three. It was really cool. He truly did a three. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a thing, but just saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. How about that arena? Just you know, the, there's not a bad seat in the house, honestly. Well, just the electricity yeah, and how loud, just intense dude. it is. When that happened, holy shit. You couldn't hear yourself think. Oh, yeah. It um, was cool. Still, Meanwhile, this guy next to me, because you're such a jazz you both of you guys are jazz fans, but it's tied and we're and fucking Josh over there. Fucking uh, I hate this game. I love this game, but I hate this game. I love yeah. this game, but I fucking hate I was this so game. Stressed out. <laughs> oh yeah. We were too. Yeah. It worked out for the best. So it was really, really cool. So anyway, enjoyed your company, man. It was fun. Yeah, thanks um, for thanks for bringing me. Uh, thanks to, I'm sure you thanked your guy. I did. But, yeah, it was cool. It, yeah. it worked out one way or another. Um, that was we my first to, time uh, in a suite. Oh, in a suite. Yeah. Well, hey, free beer is free beer. Oh yeah. Yeah. And awesome seats, especially when it's Stella. You know, just saying. Although we ran out, I think they only had a few stacked in the in the cooler. Yeah, but. we cleared out the Stella, and then I moved on to <laughs> some other shitty beer that I hate. But it was free, so it tasted <laughs> yeah. delicious. Right. I mean, exactly. if it was free, I would choke down Stella. Yeah, it was. It if was, you have to, a, I, a tear I might come to your eye, but yeah. From Stella to Corona Premier and Modelo Especial. Ooh, I'd take Modelo all day. I yeah, want Modelo. Yeah, yeah. Modelo's not bad. I, I don't mind say. it. 
I fucking hate Corona, but I'm not a Corona. I fucking the purpose. Oh, I'll drink purposely skunk fucking beer that got sunlight rot. Oh, cool. Yeah, let's sell it mass market. I just never fucking understood that. Yeah, that's Stella. But well, kind of. There's a different <laughs> yeast, but anyway, fucking whatever. No, Semantics, Stella, man. Stella is gross as shit, but when it's free, it's delicious. Oh, yeah. It's still Stella. Yeah. So anyway, um, and then we went to see John after the thing. So yeah, it was cool. It was yeah, fun. It was a good night. It was a really good night. Um, I will say also really quick for the uh, audience, the wife and I did go out Saturday and quick movie, movie review, we watched um, Dr. Sleep. How was that? That was fucking phenomenal. Really? Yeah. And not to give away, again, it's it's long, so yeah, if you want to go- Careful with the I spoilers. Know, right. As I step on landmines like I did before. Um, but also everyone, spoilers might happen, so if you're planning on seeing the movie and haven't yet, you might want to skip ahead a couple Pause minutes. for like two minutes. That's I mean, all you got to do. I'm planning on seeing it. Oh. <laughs> John, leave the room. <laughs> Should I just take a hike real quick? No, no, not at all. I'm not going to be quite that bad. Yeah. Um, but it was good. It was great. Actually, long. It was almost three hours, but you know yeah. what? I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, it went by quick. And I will say this about it. They mixed old school Stephen King with some new school Stephen King, and then elements of, and you guys will enjoy this, astral travel, remote viewing, automatic writing. Like, they had all these little elements flying around in the movie. It was fucking cool how they put it together. I was really impressed. Nice. Just saying. So, nice. Anyway. Um, but we are here yet again, and we were kind of going back and forth on what we wanted to talk about after uh, last week's episode and everything else. We're, you know, a couple subjects out, I guess. Um, by all means, you know, if there's somebody that wants to hear something, I know, John, you had some people write in saying, hey, you should talk about this and this and this, mm-hmm. and we've got that on the board. So, you know, we'll approach that. Um, and if you have anything you want to go ahead and call us with, by all means, you know, you can call us on our uh, number, 801-252-69. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 45. And you can call us and let us know whatever you want to hear or a story. That's more important that we just want to hear your encounters if you have them. Um, you can be anonymous. We don't have to let you know who you are, uh, even if you don't know who you are. And yeah. you can call and go forth. Um, and we do want to get together enough uh, calls and emails and stuff to do like a listener stories episode if we can. So if you call in or send an email and we don't uh, put it on air right away, uh, it's just because we're kind There's of a reason. We're working toward that. Um, so don't be don't be bummed if you don't hear your voice right after you call in. Yeah, exactly. And we do have some call-ins that were kind of that's in the basket. And thank you for those of you who did. Um, we got them. We're just kind of hanging on to them. So you know, we'll kind of go from there. Um, on this one, I think, who wants to start this? Uh, I would like to start it if you want to. Would you really like yeah, to start this subject? This play is that, great. Uh, yeah. Play that intro clip. Okay, we're going to talk about. Angels don't play that harp, Shane. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a harp. Yeah, <laughs> totally different harp we're talking about. <laughs> Completely Two different A's, harp. Not the delicious <laughs> Irish lager. Oh, that's not bad either, actually, come to think of it. I've never heard that two and two together. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> it's so fucking good. Really? Yeah. As we're one discussing, of my beers. bass isn't bad either. I like bass. No, bass isn't bad. It's not Irish, but it's not bad. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. We are discussing um, this subject. According to lots of people on the internet, these antennas that are surrounding me are controlling my mind, controlling the weather, and can set the Earth's atmosphere on fire. It's also said that you can't get in here because it's a super secret Air Force facility. We made a phone call, we asked to come, 
and they let us in. I just keep reading so much of it's top secret. It's all classified. Is that true? A actually, nothing's top secret. Nothing is classified. When switched on, HARP can temporarily heat up and alter a small area of the ionosphere, the uppermost point of the Earth's atmosphere. The resulting research has aided scientific understanding of radio communication, GPS functionality, and weather patterns. It's always been like this. There's never been any top secret research. It's all basic research, basic physics, to, uh, trying to understand how the ionosphere works. The things that I've heard that HARP can do, tell me if it's true, control the weather. No. Uh, modify the weather. No. Control people's brains. Never. Chemtrails? Never. You can't kill a human. Don't. Can you kill a bird? No. Can you make a moose walk backwards? Nope. And no aliens? Not that I know of. In an attempt to beat back the wave of conspiracists, HARP periodically opens its doors to the public. We invited Nick Begich to visit HARP with us. He declined. If you can't make a moose walk backwards, then what the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah what are you what, inventing there? I, mean, I don't what understand are you, that. What are you even doing with Why your life? Why did we spend $280 million building this thing <laughs> if we can't? Did you see that moose? No, uh, no, my back was turned. What did it do? <laughs> oh, man. So we're talking about the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, or HARP. Uh, just in case you didn't know what that is, it's a large antenna array up in Alaska uh, that... Uh, Basically, people think can control the weather and do all sorts of nefarious shit. Amongst others, yeah. Exactly. Um, so a little like uh, background as far as like what the establishment would have us believe. Um, HARP was initiated as an ionospheric research program jointly funded by the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Navy, the University of Alaska Fairbanks, and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA. It was designed and built by BAE Advanced Technologies, Eat? Say that three times. Uh, yeah, you can't really say that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, its original purpose was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate poten uh, the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications and surveillance. The most prominent instrument at HARP is the ionospheric research instrument, the IRI, a high-power radio frequency transmitter facility operating in the high-frequency band. This is the antenna array that you picture when you think of HARP, especially if you think of the conspiracies. Um, the IRI is used temp to temporarily excite a limited area of the ionosphere. Other instruments, such as a VHF and UHF radar, a fluxgate magnetometer, a, this is going to be a hard one, a digisond, an ionospheric sounding device, and an induction magnetometer are used to study physical uh, the physical processes that occur in the excited region. Half of those that sound is like a sex whole, toys. That is a whole mouthful right there. In the excited region known <laughs> as my pants. <laughs> I know. Mm. By uh, the way, do, do we see, did anybody know how big that fucking thing is, like as far as acreage? It takes up almost 40 acres yeah. laying all those fucking antennas out. They're just crazy. I just always think of it as like a little bit of a fence with some antennas, but... Wow. The the antenna, some. the antennas <laughs> the yeah. antennas itself don't take up forty acres. No, so. no, it's the, the the site and everything. Yeah, with the, where the main building is, and then they got all their yeah. all their transmitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's still kind of fucking splayed out. It's crazy. Yeah. Which if you're gonna do it, I guess do it in Alaska, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah, we right? can get into why they chose to do it there a little. Yeah, later. there's there's perfect. A, there's, there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so work on the HARP facility began in 1993. Uh, the current working IRI was completed in 2007. In May 2014, it was announced that the HARP program would be permanently shut down later in the year. After discussions between the parties, ownership of the facility and its equipment was transferred to the University of Alaska Fairbanks in August 2015. Oh, keep that in, dog. There's no editing podcast. <laughs> Uh, the ionosphere is traditionally very difficult to measure. Balloons cannot reach it because the air is too thin, but satellites cannot. Satellites. Satellites. Satellite. Um, but <laughs> satellites rich. cannot orbit there because the air is too thick. Hence, most experiments on the ionosphere give only small pieces of information. HARP is actually not the first array of this type. It approaches the study of the ionosphere by following in the footsteps of an ionospheric heater called. Icecat near uh, Tromsø, Norway. Mm -hmm. uh, there, scientists pioneered exploration of the ionosphere by perturbing it with radio waves in the two to ten megahertz range. A study uh, <clears throat> and studying how the ionosphere reacts. HARP performs the same functions, but with more power and a more flexible and agile HF beam. HF is high frequency. Uh, research at at HARP has included. Plasma line observations, stimulated electron emissions, uh, or stimulated <laughs> electron emission observations, very sexy. Uh, research sexy. into extraterrestrial HF radar echoes, uh, i.e. the lunar experiment, or oh. the lunar echo experiment, 2008. Right. We might need to look in further into that because I don't really, I have a vague idea of what that is, but it sounds super interesting. Um, and then response and recovery of the ionosphere from solar flares and geomagnetic storms producing high-density plasma clouds in Earth's upper atmosphere, underground imaging, airglow observations. This is what I'm interested in and I think uh, is where a lot of the weather control conspiracies I, I, yeah, come from. Exactly. Um, and interestingly, research conducted at the HARP facility has allowed the U.S. military to perfect uh, communications with its fleet of submarines by sending radio signals over long distances and with them being submerged very deeply. Yeah, and so you mentioned that underground imaging, um, a lot of that too, not a lot of it, but what they found out for some of that is they, I don't know if this was accidentally or found out, that they uh, recognize military installations that were underground, and there's a lot mm, of that. They so. Yeah, in most of the stuff I saw, they kind of glossed over. Of course uh, they did, a they, little bit. <laughs> they glossed over like what they were looking at underground and how they were doing it, and I was just, just like, wait, what? That's well, and, fucking cool. You know, honestly, I mean, yeah, okay, that's nothing. There's We all know there's underground bases, Jesus. You know, most mm -hmm. of the bases probably do have underground tunnels just because it's easier to transport. Well, and There's nothing how, secret about that. That's how they work with the aliens, bro. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, and I mean, that's how you can hide super top secret stuff without... Uh, spy satellites taking pictures of it or anything like that. I mean, you guys, yeah, do and know all countries do that. <clears throat> there's a web of tunnels that you could put to 747s wingtip to wingtip and run them through underneath the entire country that you could go from LA to Washington, D.C. in like 37 minutes, right? You guys know about that? I <laughs> shut the fuck up, dude. Really? Yeah. Okay. I heard How from do you not Denver. Know about this? <laughs> well, I heard the tunnels from Denver. Down to Salt Lake, over to Montana, over to they reach the East Coast, but 
I, I, don't, I don't believe that, that at all. Huge. No, it's total bullshit. It was oh, okay. like some fucking ancient aliens or hanging around oh. or something. I was like, yeah, it, no. it, 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 I don't. I trust believe in tunnels. Source. I'm just saying. Well, I there's, think there's tunnels out there. Well, there's definitely tunnels, but not like I mean, there's tunnels all over Salt Lake City. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, um, tunnels any city. Have yeah, tunnels. but I mean, there's like in Area 51. Uh, that book I read with by Annie Jacobson. She talks about giant tunnels that they were doing things yeah. in and now that's, whether, that's where i got that's where i got the thing of like well spy satellites can't take pictures of you if you're doing yeah when they were building the sr-71 they kept trying to hide it but they because they knew what time the spy satellites mm-hmm. would come over but then they like fucked up and didn't move it in time so it left like a heat shadow yeah on the fucking oh tarmac. no shit i need her about that shit <laughs> That's fucking well. Again, whether they go to the East Coast or not, I don't. That's another fucking episode altogether. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Um, a little background on some of that. So yes, actually, a lot of. So that's the technical, right? Yeah. Side of like this is what it does, and this is how it reads, and this is a frequency. It's yeah. This in. is this is its stated purpose. Right. Exactly. Or so they say. Yeah. Well. Exactly. Yeah. Here we so go down say. this fucking rabbit hole, and they, and so we have a couple of the clips we're going to play as we kind of go forward, but. Um, one thing you should mention, um, when you study this harp, you come across a name quite frequently, might I add, of Barnard J. Eastland. Um, he was supposedly known to actually patent the harp and help kind of, he was involved in the project. That was bullshit. That necessarily wasn't the case. Now he had inventions at the time and because he, I think Arco, right? He worked for Arco. Yeah. For yeah. Yeah. Like, no, the, the patent is, well. Well, it was before Arco. He patented it, but he patented it patented it while he worked at Arco, so it's their IP. Yeah, so right. Arco he had a shirt up for like 15 years or some shit like that. I don't know anything about that, but I just know like when you come up with ideas like that, when you work for a company, then they own those ideas. Uh-huh. Yeah. We all know how that is. Yeah. You know, my company owns me, so whatever, gladly. Um, but he was the one that, so when you look this up in the, in the interweb, his name is all over the place, um, and he is known, oh, he was an inventor of harp. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Now, he had inventions, mind you. He wasn't a dummy. I mean, he had all kinds of stuff going out there. Um, he actually was a renowned physicist, uh, won awards, uh, 1960, uh, PhD in plasma physics, um, fusion, fusion torch was one of the things that he was most prominent for that he had a patent behind. I don't know what that is, but I want one. I know. They sound really cool, right? Yeah, that I sounds no like clue. the thing Nick Fury busts out of his jacket and cuts through <laughs> the, out car of the car and, so he can get <laughs> yeah, in Winter Soldier. It, it, I love Winter Soldier. <laughs> Fucking great show. Um, but anyway, so he did work for the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission, 68. He was recognized by uh, his paper, again, the Fusion Torch, 1970. So he's got accolades of just his time in just this whole, he's always been involved in that stuff. Well, in, in that time, the... Atomic Energy Commission and the uh, DOE were like the people that were doing all the crazy advanced research. Exactly. Well, yeah. of course, you know. And let's not forget about DARPA, which well has a that's hand in this where too. DARPA came from. Yeah, exactly. Um, one cool Sorry, thing right. that I will say that I love about this guy is he was one of the first ones that was behind the technology for fast drying industrial requirements, uh, such as labels on Coors beer cans. That was him. You know, Wait, he what? came up with that. Yeah, he had uh, some f- uh, fusion systems technology, had a fast drying industrial labeling, basically, when they started running the cans. He oh, was fast behind. drying. Correct. I thought you said drawing. I was oh. like. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, fast drying. Um, and he was behind that. So uh, cheers to him because that's, here we are with cores. So there's that. I'm drinking that as we speak. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, the thing with his whole... Um, 
number one, he just, he had reviewed, he had papers and everything else. He had the original content and just so we can get specific in case you guys want to. So his original patent, uh, US 468-6605A, um, just to throw that out there, what it was. It was method and apparatus for altering a region in the Earth's atmosphere, ionosphere, and or magnetosphere, which FYI was sealed for a year under government secrecy order, um, and then, of course, released. So here we are now. And Eastland described it as a grandiose proposed a 40-acre-mile-square harp-like radio transmitter that used uh, Alaska natural gas. I think you were. that's, that's one of the reasons. Arco. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's where Arco came into it because he worked mm-hmm. for Arco for like 15 years um, and then came from that. So just some background of maybe that name, what you might stumble on. Okay, and so a lot of Eastland's um, patents actually were based off Tesla. We'll mention it real quick. Um, Tesla had inventions that he was working on, um, modified radio receivers and everything else that he did say it, it would possibly be. And this, again, could be one of the conspiracies where it stems from that we can manipulate the weather. Now, this is where we start getting into the conspiracy theories, if we're ready. Yeah, let's do it. Last October, two Georgia men were arrested with an arsenal of weapons and a detailed plan to attack HARP, the high-frequency active auroral research program facility in Gakona, Alaska. They were inspired by widely circulated internet conspiracy theories, suggesting that HARP can control the weather and our minds. I mean, we're living in a science fiction movie. HARP was created by the Department of Defense in 1992 to study the outer reaches of the Earth's atmosphere. The resulting research advanced deep-sea communications with nuclear submarines and the detection of underground military facilities. But some people think the government has been lying about HARP's true purpose. Being the focus of endless conspiracy theories has had a profound effect on HARP employees, who routinely feel death threats. You guys are killing the planet. It's fucking 80 degrees here in Colorado in February. This is bullshit. You guys need to shut that place down, man. There are people who think all kinds of crazy things about what HARP can do, and they sometimes call me. That's insane. Never run the balls of people to go in. Yeah. To do that. Just a bit. And that's just at the tip of the iceberg, folks. It gets worse. On that video, that you didn't play it, but that one guy was like talking about how he's going to murder them all and rape. Oh, yeah, that was he's right. Like, I'll that, murder yeah. and rape all you people. It's like, Jesus whoa. Fucking Christ almighty. Okay, so. And Harp has nothing to do with it rape? being 80 degrees in Colorado in yeah. February. Yeah, that's with like people refusing to carpool and all driving to work in their fucking giant ass fucking pickup trucks yeah exactly so well you know what and so let's call out a spade here this is one thing that i don't i don't want to get us misconstrued with what we think harp does and what we think some of the conspiracy theories are tied to it and it's just me personally you guys can correct me if if i'm wrong or right when we talk about um and we can get into some other wild fucking things too which we will i'm sure but we talk about weather modification i personally don't not believe that we haven't tried to modify the weather. Now, whether Harp is behind it, that's a whole nother fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. sure we've tried to do all sorts of crazy experiments. Well, we have even back in like the early I 1900s mean, when we, when for we seeding were, clouds and everything else. Yeah, well, when we were t- testing the you know nuclear bombs, we lit some off in the 
in, in the upper ionosphere. In the upper well, ionosphere. And, and they, even when, they were worried about setting the entire atmosphere yeah. on fire, and that was just something they were willing to risk. Yep. And that we was, talked about that before. Could yeah, you imagine? What do you think, Bill? Just which when they were insane. setting off the first one. Yeah. Like so. Before they test fired the first one, they were like, "Well, we could just set the atmosphere on fire," which um, that be the spoilers would kill us all. <laughs> I'd be the kind of background with my hand up, going, "Excuse me, Bob, got a question? Not too, <laughs> not too sure about this idea. What do you think? Can we have drinks over this? Because this might be a big thing. That's a risk they were willing to take. God, it fucking blows it's my risk mind. Risk we're willing to live with. <laughs> so we're not saying that there wasn't weather modification because there has been. I mean, and mostly like you covered earlier, or we were talking about earlier for the podcast about how they seed, you know, even something as simple as salt. Mm-hmm. We've been seeing clouds with. Look at the Olympics for China. Yeah, I mean. You know? I mean, it's there. Well, part of part of how they fixed the air in the, for the Olympics in China was they made because they could do this because it's China, they made every fucking polluting factory and shut down. industry just shut down for right. like a month beforehand. And then they seeded clouds to get it to rain, to get everything out of the air. Yeah. And I wish they would do that here every February. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. We have something here called, what is it? The lake effect uh, that I just the, realized. It's an inversion. Ugh. Yeah. It's like a it. pressure temperature inversion. Yeah. Cause yeah. we, the sit we're in a bowl. Right, right, right. And so it just keeps all that crap in the fishbowl. Yeah. And it won't, it can't like escape. Yeah. It's like that's if you the ever... scientific ver- uh, scientific <laughs> statement. The bowler. You can yeah. use bowl as John, explanation. John Michael Finnegan, PhD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in fucking meteorology. Yep. But no, it's, it's like basically if you had a goblet on Halloween and put dry ice in it, same effect. Same purpose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Except um, for us, it's pollution. Well, and although I will say, yes, it's traditionally how we see clouds. Um, there is, and I was talking to you guys earlier about this before the podcast, but um, in Saudi Arabia, supposedly, and I watched a video on it, and they showed the towers and everything else that they have in the desert, these ionosphere towers set up to where they're working on changing the metabolism of the clouds in the ionosphere, and they're saying it's successful. Now, it's as of recent of the last three years have been doing that smaller scale. Granted, especially when you talk about harp and what I don't it runs off that of for a second. It, it, well, again, you know, it's there. God damn it! It was in the National Enquirer, but just to saying, you know, there might be other ways that they do that. Yeah, um, if, I, feel, I feel like if harp isn't big enough to control something like that, right? Which I guess we can get into, but um, yeah. Well, we, I, yeah. just while we're talking about these gentlemen from Georgia. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> it oh just, yeah, we didn't even. It cracks me up. So there were two Georgia men arrested on drugs charges in November 2016. They had amassed quite the arsenal, including assault rifles, handguns, and high-powered hunting rifles, with thousands, thousands of rounds of ammunition. As you do, um, according to well, yeah, here in America, yes, you do. <laughs> according to police, the men wanted wanted to destroy Harp because they believed the facility manipulates the weather, controls minds, and here's the kicker: even traps people's souls. Oh, that's souls, right! Yeah. I forgot about the soul trapping. Yeah, portion. they wanted to destroy Harp to release all yep. the souls. Yeah, police say the men confessed that God told them to go and blow this machine up that kept souls, so the souls could be released. I feel like what I'm the on the ending fuck? of Ghostbusters. For some reason, is that I similar? can confirm this man has no dick. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> Mr. Becker. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. That was actually the full story. Of those guys. It was crazy. I think one of them too said he had voices in his head or something. Well, Tell him, it, God told him to do it and all this yeah. other bullshit. Drug charges. I'm sure there was a lot of like fucking meth and 
whatnot. PCP, um, fucking yeah. whatever they got going on there. Sure. They were just flying. Well, they're in jail. So there's that. Thank God. But anyway. Um, yeah, and it continues on. So if we go back in the very beginning of the conspiracy, and of course, there's always something behind a conspiracy theory, right? To a certain point. Um, um, meaning like a nugget of truth or... Eh, sometimes I don't think all the time, but I think there might be a nugget of truth that gets blown way out of proportion, or a theory that maybe just well, goes I, fucking cattywampus. Well, pretty much just like Eastland's patents that right patented, exactly, but they're not feasible. No, they're yeah. not. I mean, he had a patent. You, you could fucking write shit down on paper all you want, yeah, and say it's a patent. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's real or right. you haven't proved can, your or it can be possible or they're patenting it because they're gonna you know one day eventually make it possible potentially right but right like it's a weird fucking super villain movie i i don't believe but when we talk about again briefly with tesla tesla did believe that we can control the weather tesla believed in a lot of things he believed yeah. in free electrical power with towers that could go through the air and you could do he actually was a man you know beyond his time which not just a cool song by tesla but just saying um, but he believed that we could control the weather and he had ideas about it that not only Eastland's patent, but a lot of what Tesla kind of said and believed was part of that as well. So that might've been a little seed of a plant of what, when we talk about weather control on him, because he, you know, and granted when he died, um, literally within hours, FBI was in his apartment, taking every fucking piece of paper they could find. Yeah. So, and I think, that. I think if Harp was, successful in what these people say it's capable of we would just i mean we could dominate anyone any military any yeah and, any well, other yeah, superpower yeah, and ever. we definitely right. have imperialistic tendencies so that would have happened it's, that's exactly what i'm saying yeah like like uh i i get from the patent because he does specifically lay out a lot of that stuff about uh, possibly being able to manipulate the weather. He doesn't s specifically say like mind control, but he says something about uh, the extremely low frequency radio waves. Which is something that we kind of- people's brains right, up. Right, we like bounce not, off of. So it doesn't, it, it, it basically makes people confused and shit. Like we already have uh, crowd suppression technology that does that. And we do, yeah. Just but, like when I stand in front of a microwave and I piss my pants for 10 minutes. There's yeah. that. So yeah, yeah there's got to be a frequency on a sort. grander scale. But I, he doesn't say anything <laughs> about like MK Ultra, like mind control, like turning people into zombies, or like or like uh, fucking making them do things. It's just basically like this. This has the potential to like if you focused it on enemy combatants, make them confused and disoriented. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, and on top of that whole thing is too is I think that we. Like you said, I don't think it's a chance that we haven't experimented with different things and or other countries haven't experimented with different things. There's one article that – a few actually articles that I came across that were identical when we talk about, um, I guess, our stab in the dark of what it would be. And again, this really isn't directly harp orientated where harp can do this, but this builds the conspiracy. Uh, so with the original idea with um, what Tesla had, there was an article that I stumbled on a few times over. Um, July 4th, 1976, a former Soviet Union began broadcasting huge pulse electromagnetic fields from three gigantic 40 million watt transformers or transmitters, sorry, which beamed those signals halfway around the world to the U.S. These electronic assault disrupted and jammed radio and television broadcast signals, enraged the FCC and irritated ham radio operators who quickly dubbed the signals the Russian woodpecker. 
And I actually pulled up those and you can hear it. Literally, it was like, along with this high-pitched squeal in the background. Sure. Um, because they're a pulse cadence, originally designed to bring more rain to certain areas of Siberia, the Soviets were surprised to find that the signals also disrupted weather over North America. Now, that was total bullshit because that's not what that did. No. But not saying that they didn't play with it. Because you would need you would need twenty seven thousand times more power than Harp puts out to to affect the weather. Yeah, yeah and so, that's only in and, a small scale. And Harp. So the reason like none of this is possible is because it emits this small, straight, a narrow band, a right? narrow band. Right. That's what is it like three point six? Um, I'm an idiot and I forgot my notes. I want but to say megawatts. Me, yeah, I was thinking 3.6 megawatts, but then there's the other. Um, <sighs> trying to go there's like there. a, I forget exactly what the. Um, well, it goes a little into where, number one, there's no machine fucking invented by man yet that puts out more energy than it inputs, period. Yeah, right. so, and, and that's there, a lot of that. There's a different number. It's like the IFI uh, or EHF. And that it's a made up fictional number that somehow they get, but that is if it was consuming this whole entire thing, but there's not a thing. There's not a machine where you put in a low amount of energy and you get a higher amount of energy after you put it in there. Yeah. Right. That would revolutionize oh my our God. entire energy. It crisis. wouldn't just be in Alaska. It would be everywhere. And, yeah. and that number that they came up with was uh, like five gigawatts. Like five, yeah, it was like five point two or something like that, yeah. And in order to affect the weather, it would need to be somewhere closer to a hundred gigawatts. I feel like that's off Back to the Future. One point twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, yeah essentially, I mean, I mean so, like, yeah. Well, they talk about how high it is with the ionosphere. Like number one, the weather isn't even affected once it gets to that fucking range. You're way below what that looks like to even affect anything. So if the harp actually is shooting these, you know, which is entailed to do, it's not affecting our direct local of any way, shape, or form at all. Strictly, I it just can't do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, so um, so it's a uh, it's final three point six megawatt transmitter power completed status in the summer of two thousand seven, yielding an effective radiated uh, power ERP of five point one gigawatts, but the ERP is. That's, it's not that's, equivalent that's, to that's a that's a fictitious right. number. That's not right. It's not real. Yeah, um, I I think some of this might also stem from the fact that it can create air glow. Um, oh yeah, you were talking about that. Making the night sky look uh, illuminated a little bit, but that's like also a natural phenomenon. Like it just happens because of light passing through the atmosphere. They just found out how to do like, it somewhat artificially because yeah. they're exciting. That's what they're- And it's and it's not even always a, visible to the naked eye. You know what I mean? But like they can create it, but and sometimes you can see it just looking at it, but um but yeah, I think that that part of it is where a lot of this comes from. Um well, when you were talking about, um, let's do another real quick clip and then we can go on some of the other conspiracy theories too. Um, so one thing you covered was the guy that wrote the book, what was it again? Angels Don't <laughs> yeah. Play It As Harp or some shit. Yeah, that was that Nick Begich dude that you were talking about. Like his dad was a sen- uh, uh, congressman and his brother was a senator and he was a fuck up. Well, interesting fact though, supposedly according to him, th- this guy, 
Um, his dad was flying from point A to point B back in the 60s and just disappeared. The plane and everything just went away. Yep. And he never saw his dad again. So I think that leads a little bit to him going down that conspiracy road. I mean, it yeah. definitely plants a seed. But anyway, no, this I is feel um, bad for calling him a fuck up. <laughs> well, you know, fucking live with it, dude. Yeah. Anyway, here's uh, here's some of his thoughts on that. So break this down for me in a sentence or two that is understandable to somebody who knows nothing about this stuff. Harp has the capability of controlling minds. It has the ability of, of uh, affecting the frequency following response, which is where the brain locks onto an external signal, begins to mirror it, and brain chemistry changes. So even simpler than that is Harp can control minds. Absolutely can control in the sense of changing um, a mental function. Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit. Mind control, shall we? Wahaha. So like what he just said, like in changing a mental function, like, yeah, that could be just like making someone confused and disoriented because you're bombarding their brain with extremely low frequencies. Like, I mean, that's like being in a basement of an old house. You know what I mean? Well, I was going to say, so I will say there's some, again, we talk about conspiracy theories. There's sometimes there's a little pellet of truth, just a little bit. Um, there's something in the paranormal world where people, and actually Mike, who we've had on the podcast previously, uh, Mike Purdue from Ochre Mountain Paranormal, you know, they've encountered this several times over, especially older homes, older homes that are not grounded. They have galvanized piping, um, knob and tube wiring, you know, again, nothing's grounded, yep. um, what they call a fear cage. And so it's because of these, the electrical and the frequency around because things aren't grounded. It's it, a real it literally thing is. I call it, it because it's, it's it's the way that the extremely low uh, frequency magnetic magnetic field. God, I can't talk. Uh, so the fields that the wiring is putting off, mm -hmm. and also everything that's not grounded in the house, uh, they're creating these extremely low uh, frequency waves that are yeah make you uncomfortable. Well, what's it literally is not yeah it's literally not being contained in whatever structure is being contained in, like the water piping or like the electricity or the microwave, whatever have you. And they've they've actually done you know studies where that has happened. And once they brought in a contractor, say an electrician, to ground the house, a lot of that shit went away. So I see this in theory to a certain point that I understand. You know, we work on frequency. The whole Earth works on the Earth itself is on a frequency of its own that does change. So do we. I mean, yeah. we have to to a certain point. Yeah, we all vibrate on a certain frequency. Right. So. I get some of that in the background. Now, whether Harp is necessarily doing this. Mm, well, they, that, it, it just, Harp just isn't like flat out. It's just not powerful, powerful enough to accomplish any of these things. Like the 3.6 megawatts, like the sun energies per square meter is 1,367 watts or 37,000 times more energy than Harp. And like, right. So, you know what I mean? Like, um, it's just, the harp just isn't powerful, not like, not even remotely powerful enough to do any of these things. So, Eastland laid out in his patent that if you built something like harp to scale, like gigantic as fuck, then it could do these things. But harp is just a little tiny version of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You would need uh, enough antennas to cover the city of Houston. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Nick Begich also said that uh, it would turn the upper atmosphere into a lens so the sky would appear to burn, which to me, that just sounds like uh, the uh, air glow. And also maybe like he yeah, read about the, some of that. the plasma, the 
high intensity plasma fields and that it can create, that it does create. Right. Um, so this is something I pulled right off the DOD. So before Harp was actually built, and again, we're talking about, you know, what else Harp could do. This is one thing I guess I gather your guys' opinion on because I, I'm not too sure where to go with it. Um, when they first proposed this, and it was before they got the contract, before they got the money, and I, and I think, is it what, 30.1 million or something to build this array originally? Uh, no, it was like 280. Million. Is that what it was? Okay. Maybe that was just one antenna an that I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so the DOD, uh, Department of Defense, put together a – this is what we think this can do. This is what we think we want is probable. Uh, one of the things pulled off of that, and this is something that I think, again, goes back with conspiracies because it's, oh, my God, it does more than you think it does. Generation of ionization layers below 90 kilometer, uh, kilometers to provide radio wave reflectors, mirrors, which can be exploited for long range over the horizon, HF, VHF, UHF surveillance purposes, including the detection of cruise missiles and other low observables. So when we talk about frequencies and everything else, if for some reason we were into the point that we have another country doing something with us, this was one of those probable we hope it does this. Now, that's nowhere on the website. That's nowhere on the university website that this is being used or has been used or they have experimented with possibly, hey, we can see things coming if yeah, somebody shoots us. But, I mean, we know that they used it to communicate with submarines long Correct. range. So I would right, assume exactly. that that works that too. That kind of ties back into that, yeah. Yeah, again, and but I think people blow that out of proportion a little bit where, oh, it's a weapon. And that's not a weapon. It's more of a defense mechanism, if anything, and it's a small detail of everything else it does. There's, uh, there's part of the, like, creating the plasma fields that could, like, uh, screw with the... Um, and with the extremely low frequency radio waves that could screw with guidance systems on missiles. Right, yeah. And that was one of the things they wanted to look into too, especially if you're talking about intercontinental ballistic missiles because that would disrupt their trajectory. That is a function that they were hoping to get out of it that they did to some extent. To some extent, exactly. And I, and I think there maybe there is some byproduct. Well, there's byproduct to everything that you maybe invent that, oh, this is a nice surprise. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be any different, you know, yeah. with a heart? Um, a so. Russian military journal <laughs> wrote that testing in the ionosphere could flip Earth's magnetic poles. I heard about oh, that Oh, yeah. I, I saw that as well. Yeah. It that has moved. It has shifted. However, flipping, yeah, that's not a thing altogether. Um, you had, there was a name that I caught on your side, Josh, about uh, uh, Roselli Bertel. Uh, yeah, let me find that. It was part of the quick. conspiracy. There have been conspiracy theories and people calling Harp an outright threat pretty much since it came online. In 1996, Rosalie Bertel uh, warned that warned that the deployment of Harp as a mil or she warned about the deployment of Harp as a military weapon. Uh, I guess in one sense that's true since it helped the Navy communicate with submarines over long distances and shit. Um, oh yeah. yeah. And Canadian economist, author, and conspiracy theorist Michael Chusadovsky stated in a book published by the Committee on Monetary and e Economic Reform, um, an economics-oriented publishing and education center based in Toronto, Canada, that uh, recent scientific evidence suggests that HARP is fully operational and has the capability of triggering floods, hurricane, droughts, and earthquakes. 
Bullshit. That yeah. is, yeah. Thank the you. earthquakes is yeah. my favorite. Factor bullshit. Bullshit. Well, bullshit. so this is something too, and we are going to get a little bit deeper, but one little caveat was the whole uh, Katrina thing. And, and, and again, I, you know, so I covered this a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago, last year sometime. Some of the stuff that I found on the website is not there anymore. And I will be completely honest with that. I didn't pull it out of my ass. It just isn't there because I had in quotation marks that it had certain things that it was on the FAQ sheet. It's not there anymore. And again, you know, like Josh and I, we were talking, you know, things get reinvented and, you know, okay, that's fine. But yeah, how universities read, and companies are constantly yeah, maintaining their sure, website. Just sure. clean up your Makes website sense. and be like. Yeah. But some of the nomenclature, some of the wording um, back in 2017, late 2017, when I first started researching this, it just, it, it, it set me aback a little bit. Um, there were other things that. Um, you know, when it was actuated, when it was going on, there was claims that it kind of tied into Katrina, some of the other major things that happened. Um, and then I think there was a, who was it? It was, it was, was it Chile? Uh, that mm. was one of the uh, ambassadors that was talking about. It correlated with the earthquakes that happened. Uh, Chile does have something that's similar to Hart built in their country. And so he put two and two together and, and kind of publicly announced it. And I think that's where that might have stemmed from a little bit. And of course, you have all this other bullshit. I think that's where the earthquakes and some of the other things come from. Yeah, I mean, people you know? have blamed uh, like the hit, the earthquake in Haiti, and like uh, yeah, that was one. Time. All of that. those kind of things, like right. uh, earthquakes, floods, uh, all that stuff, and places like Iran, Turkey, Greece, the Philippines, uh, major power outages. It was blamed for the downing of TWA Flight 800. <laughs> it's blamed for Gulf War syndrome, even though it wasn't built until fucking 20 years later. I t Whatever. Um, and then also chronic fatigue syndrome. Well, um, I mean, it was built during, <clears throat> if it was built in 93, Gulf War was... Yeah, but it wasn't finalized until 2007. Yeah, it wasn't completed. Oh, yeah, okay. So, I mean, you got that going. Sorry, on. I guess that's the more accurate description is it wasn't completed until 2007. Okay, so. gotcha. When, when the last, like, RF was put in place type thing, the yeah. heater, actually. So, um, But also it gets blamed for, uh, like, the low-frequency hums that are heard in I different heard locations around the world. Yeah. There's a, fun. there's a couple of things that we're going to, we're going to get a little bit deeper into the bullshit. Um, and I think, uh, Jesse Ventura is involved in some of this, which oh, yeah. I always find fun, but we're going to play a quick promotion and, uh, we'll be right back. Stand by. I was Believe in UFOs? Felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain. Contemplate the other side of reality. Do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Well, look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945. Open the gates. All right, so we are going to get a little bit more into the rabbit hole, I guess, of... Uh, we brought up the body. Yeah, we've got we got a few to go. It's it's pretty fun. So one of my absolute favorite harp conspiracies is uh, from an episode of Conspiracy Theory exclamation point with Jesse the body, <laughs> the governor, the mind venture. Uh, so 
He questioned whether the site was used to control weather or bombard people with mind-controlling radio waves. He showed up at the site demanding entrance with with his security clearance being a former Navy SEAL and governor and was rejected. Uh, This was after an Air Force spokeswoman said that he had requested an official visit and been denied. So he was like, hey, can I come check this out? And they were like, no. And he was like, fuck it, we're going anyway. And it was all awesome. <laughs> fucking guy. I was a former days. Navy SEAL and a governor. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you've seen the show. I don't yeah. know. Shane, have you seen the show? I have not. Was it on for It was what, on a True season? TV. No, it was on for like three seasons, dude. Really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. And, but that's the thing. If he would have just waited until they were have, doing tours, he could have yeah. just gone t- and not been that guy. Yeah, it like, would have been that's different. His whole shtick of the show is like confronting whoever he thinks is. Whoever the script says is the perpetrator of the conspiracy, yeah. he goes and confronts them. Like, I watched an episode because uh, I couldn't find that episode, so I was like, I want to rewatch that show. And I watched one about uh, the FEMA camps, and it was just fucking ridiculous, and it was so dumb. And Do you I was like, ever just oh wish that you could get that time back in your life? Yeah, or, yeah. But I was yeah. at work, so I don't care. <laughs> um, like I just had it playing while I was doing doing my emails doing, and doing stuff. dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was just like I remembered that show being so interesting and cool and fun because it was on in like the late aughts. God. And uh yeah, it was I heard about it, but I never fucking, brought myself to even worry about it. I would say check an episode or two out just for the kitsch factor. Um, but it's mm, fair. Alex Jones is a source on that show, so that oh, tells fuck you about dude. all you need to know. Um but anyway, yeah, there are a bunch of episodes on YouTube and stuff. So, well, and that's what leads us into just the whole fucking crackpot thing. Um, one thing I want to bring up, and then I guess we can kind of just catalog this fucking all together. Um, now, because of the new thing, um, they are talking about. Oh my God, it has something to do with five G. So all the whole conspiracy bullshit associated with Harp has gotten to the 5G thing. Um, This is the latest tool to enslave and manipulate the population via remote mind control uh, and the 5G conspiracy cranks and recycles over and over and over again. Just like I think everything else. Now, you know, I stated in the beginning of this that I'm still on the fence a little bit, not necessarily for heart, but weather modification. If anything, if anything is left out there to hang to say, can this thing do something? I will be honest with you guys, the the weather side, you know, if it can do this, is it possible? I I I don't know. Everything else as far as my control 5G, all this bullshit, fucking makes me laugh out loud. Like it is just fucking ridiculous. Well, 5G in general. Every fucking yeah, I've heard, everything causes shit. 5G. I've heard some weird shit about uh like the frequency that 5G operates being like problematic, like the way they yeah. they used to say that just using a cell phone gives you head cancer. Yeah. Um, right. I don't know how much stock I put in that. Um, the main thread I think that's actually real from 5G is that uh, mo- a lot of countries and, and companies are using uh, Huawei hardware in their, in their infrastructure talking. while they're building it. And that's just like, giving the Chinese government a backdoor into everyone's data. Right. Which is, which is never a good thing. Um, yeah. 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 This guy, Gil Carlson thinks it's like the end of the world. 5g. Yeah. 5g says it's a mass surveillance system. They can track and trace anyone anywhere with this technology. 
they can already do that with yeah, your that, cell phone. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, we all carry yeah. personal tracking yeah. devices. If you want to find out what I'm searching, you kind of can. So yeah, I uh, that. just the other day there was a girl at the bar. She's like, yeah, I was wondering my friend what like just I heard her in passing. She's like, yeah, and she was at this place or whatever because she could just look up on like Snapchat or something. Just yeah, locate trackers, right? Yeah. And that's like, just it's insane. No, Every you, day, uh, chip. It's like there's no. We, I mean, this is kind of getting off topic, but there's no reason the government needs to put a chip in everybody because we all voluntarily yeah we're all addicted to our smartphones. Fucking so we don't need to chip everybody. They do it themselves. Last yeah. night I found out that the Utah Jazz app has a jazz keyboard that only works if you allow complete access to your phone. Um, but it gives you like cool like Utah Jazz logos you can put in text conversations and stuff. I <laughs> Isn't that funny on. when you have stuff like that and it says allow, 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 and you just don't even pay attention? Yeah, You're no, like, I click, read click, click. I read all the things and I turned it on anyway, and then I noticed that it was using my location, and I was like, man, I don't really give a shit about that. But however, for this particular instance, right. but then yeah. I turned it off. Yeah, yeah, not change the subject, but yeah, it's one of those things where it. Uh, so this is the next big fucking thing. You know, I think in general, um, you covered in the beginning a lot of, I I think a lot of it is people just don't know. People don't understand the nomenclature. It's over their head. Uh, They don't realize kind of how it's set up, how it should be set up. Well, before we did this, I heard of, I've heard about harp and yet, you know, but I never really looked that into it. And honestly, I was a little sketched out um, before I really started looking into it. And then I realized... Oh, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about. I mean, it's it's ran by a university in Alaska. When I read, I mean, you can go there. You can literally like set a time when they have an open house and just tour the facilities. Well, and this is something that too that will add. um, You can actually go to the University of Fairbanks. Look on the FAQ page. Look on all those answers. Now, the only thing that I I find funny, which I understand why they did it, was some of the FAQs are. Can it mind control? Can it change? Can it do this thing? And it, no, it can't. And it, it leaves a brief description of what, you know, just God educate your fucking <laughs> self like a little bit. The That's the thing is get out of YouTube. It's just, it's you know? just people that, I mean, I'm not scientifically trained either, but I do have common sense, but it's just, well, you know, I mean, it's I, a little bit, but so part of it's also from like when, when they first started, they didn't feel the need to explain what they were doing yeah, to people. Well, and which, it's just people not understanding right. the science yeah. or people not willing to look into the science to make it. They're just immediately going to conspiracy or theory. to accept the answers when they're like, no, this is what we're doing. Yeah, it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Again, honestly, when you said that, it, it's just a misunderstanding. If you don't understand you're I'm actually going to grab onto that. Well, I don't know, so I'm going to make up something. Yeah. It goes back into fucking, we just might as well be Neanderthals at this point. I mean, I don't know where that lightning comes from, so I'm going to make up a story. Well, yeah. speaking of lightning, Stanford University professor Erman Inan called uh, the weather control conspiracies uninformed in an interview with Popular Science. He said, there's absolutely nothing we can do to disturb the Earth's weather systems. Even though the power harp radiates is very large, it's minuscule compared to the power of a lightning flash, and there are 50 to 100 lightning flashes every second. Harp's intensity is very small in comparison. Yeah, that's a, that's that's my whole point. After looking into this, I just realized how small it actually is, and the power that it generates is minuscule. Yeah, so, it's a lot of power. If you're standing underneath the antenna while they're on, you might get fried. But like, yeah, your well, balls might tingle a little bit. I'm sure, but Maybe. enough to like control a hurricane in the Gulf of Mexico. 
all no. the way from Alaska. Like, like at the no. very, at the very most, something to cause an earthquake in Haiti, all the way from this tiny little, yeah, area in Alaska. At like the, it's really not that big. No, and at the very most, I think as far as the hurricanes go, you like maybe there's a way to like focus the energy they're pumping into the ionosphere back down into the water and warm the water and maybe make a hurricane stronger, but you Thank couldn't you. control Thank it. Thank you for you bringing that up. Control yeah. where it would go. I think that was some of the theories too is like, how do we control hurricanes, tornadoes? Oh, we can do this. We can actually, you know, again, it goes back to cloud seeding and other things. I'm not saying that it, it's, you know, when you just keep in mind, weather modification is happening, but not here. Yeah, but it's That's more the on the level of plant husbandry is that a mormon term no it's an agricultural term and <laughs> no i know you grew up saying. in fucking montana you yeah, know, i know so exactly you know what, what that is about. that's why i made a joke <laughs> no, but yeah uh, you're right yeah no it's i mean it's like on a small scale over a long period of time yep it's exactly. like dumping tons and tons and tons and tons of carbon into the atmosphere over a hundred years like yeah, yeah eventually you're, you're building a population right uh, yeah so anyway um I don't know, guys. What do you think with this? I think you wanted to you bring had up some, some there, logic yeah. in here and talk about maybe Arkham's. I just think you know when razor. you think about stuff like this, you just got to think of Occam's razor, and the easiest explanation is usually the right one. And you know when you're trying to tangle all these, you know all these weaves in and out, and trying to fit this into here and that, and when the science just doesn't support that theory, it's like. Uh, you know, it's just, you're looking way too far into it, you know, like, and it's just Occam's razor is just like, no, this is 3.6 megawatts. Like it's not, that can't do anything. Well, again, it goes yeah. back to people. Don't Except it, it, the only thing it can do in a tiny little beam of rays, study some shit in the ionosphere. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. And like maybe make a plasma cloud that they can bounce the fucking radio waves off of to communicate with the submarine. Yeah. Like it's not, and that's the whole thing. I think a lot of this is really, it is strictly on waves and signals of some sort. How do we clean that up? That's what the harp does to a certain point. How do we study more in the ionosphere? How do we make it more clear for submarines or for, they were talking about, you know, defense. Maybe there is a thing with defense. You know, if there's a way that we can separate and clean up what's in that ionosphere in that area, if a missile is coming or whatever have you. I think, sure. you know, a lot of that is, it's, it's, well, and the reason I find the reason I just think there's nothing nefarious about it is because it's an open thing. If it's not underground, it's not. Yeah, you if, can go there. You can go there. <laughs> yeah, a university runs it. Anything you want to find out about it, you can. If if this was if this was on an Air Force installation and you could see the all these like antennas and like there was nothing about it anywhere. If and you could like, Google Map this and it was at Area Fifty One. I would go, eh, yeah, maybe. But I mean, it's it, this isn't. It's never been a black project. Never. But are they hiding it in plain sight? Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it's never been a black project. It's never been secret. It's always been done in the open, essentially. Yeah, just with like scientists who are indifferent to the public that are like, oh, you don't get what we're doing. Well, fuck off. I don't. Yeah, care. like super smart public- people that are just like. Get, Not, out, get out of here, lay person. Yeah. Like, and the, we don't have time to talk to you, little peon. And then also, like, the public not accepting it when the scientists are like, oh, you're interested in what we're doing. Oh, this is what we're doing. They're like, so know. weather control. And they're like, no. And they're like, 
But this, weather control? And they're probably annoyed is, now because yeah. now they have to explain it. They're like, this is why we yeah. don't talk to you people. Right. I have yeah. a doctorate in physics. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and most doctorates in physics are fucking arrogant. But um, I would be arrogant I mean, if I had a doctorate in physics. Oh, that's fuck yeah. painting with a broad brush, but at the same time, like, if I spent eight years in evil physics school, I would be a fucking dick. Evil physics school or more evil than you laboratory. Are. Yeah, I was just going to say, I haven't even graduated <laughs> because college. Because you're really you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you don't even have a doctorate and you're a fucking asshole. You, God damn, could you imagine how insufferable I would be if I had any kind of a I, fucking degree? I wouldn't be able to handle it. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Fucking funny. Uh, so, like, I don't God. know. Like, along those lines, to me, the main, uh, like, indication that a conspiracy theory is largely bullshit and not like something that's maybe grounded in fact and maybe kind of real is when it like keeps morphing and keeps adding things and keeps adding mm-hmm. elements and the main proponents of said yeah. theory are all like yeah it can do that too like with heart right. like all of a sudden earthquakes all of a sudden mind control all of a sudden this and that and uh, everyone who's pushing this theory is like yeah it can do all that you know like to bring up the example of MK Ultra, like a thing that we know fucking happened that does generate a lot of like tertiary conspiracy theory stuff, but we know it happened and we know it was a real thing. Yeah. And we know what they were doing and they were were trying to control people's minds, but with like drugs and the power of suggestion and shit. And like yeah. you don't hear like, oh yeah, also MK Ultra was about making earthquakes in Turkey. You know, mm-hmm. and what gets me, you talk about MK Ultra. Yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, that's a, it's fucking sad that that happened. Then you have this other guy that wrote that book, you know, Angels Don't Play This Harp. He has made almost a million dollars. Yep, there's always a copyrights and everything else on that fucking book. And this, this, this talk right here. Mm-hmm. Alec you know, Jones. where the fuck were we? And then that is drawing people to buy into it hook, line, and sinker. Absolutely. And if then the, call scientists and tell them they're going to rape and murder them. We yeah, need to yeah. start selling brain pills, by the way. That's how we're going to oh, we're gonna start making I've been trying to think. Of, I've been trying to think of the idea that I can make without, so I don't <laughs> but, have to go to work in a million dollars. I'm saying a cult. But I mean, it's going to be a cult. Look we got to make a cult. If you look at like InfoWars and Alex Jones and stuff, and they were just straight grifting people, and like this uh, this guy that you were just talking about, uh, Nick Begich. Yeah making a shitload of money off of this like that's always a good warning sign that like if someone's saying some crazy ass shit and they're making a lot of money saying some crazy ass shit they're probably just making shit well well, not only that but that fucking guy so he literally so when the vice interviewer interviewed him along with the director of harp along with the uh, uh, program manager, the gal that got all those shitty fucking phone calls yeah. about she want to get killed, he asked him, hey, well, I have an invitation. I'm going to go to Harp. I can walk in. Do you want to come? And, and he, he was denied it. He did. Yep. He's right fucking there. It's in his backyard. And the guy's like, well, you're not going to lose anything. He goes, anything. no. No, he says, I, there's nothing. I'm so what am I going to see? What am I going to see? Well, you're going to see dude, you all can't, the shit you're, you're talking gonna, about like you've yeah, been there. The interviewer yeah. was like, look, you can't lose knowledge, but maybe you gain some. And he just shut his, done. Didn't want to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, because what he's going to see is logical. Everyone going to shake answer, his fucking theory a little bit. answer every accusa- accusation he's made. Right. No, that's wrong. This is what that actually is. Yeah, he's going to have a scientist. He's, yeah. He's going to go in there and be like, well, what about this? And the scientist is going to be like, actually... This. Let me roll you. <laughs> and he's going to be like, nope. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. control. And you're the never, scientist you're, is going to be like, we fucking wish because you're annoying as fuck. You're never going to change those people's minds, which, you know, it takes No, a and largely It's like a Trump supporter. They know Fuck. they're fucking wrong, but they're making money, so they don't give a shit, just like Alex yeah. Jones. Well, again, that's a We're huge not making chunk. money. We're making a shitload of money. Uh, Sorry, I've just been dying I, to say that. I wish we were. That would be awesome. <laughs> if we ever start making money, don't trust me. <laughs> Oh, I mean, don't, don't say that out I loud. I trust you anyway. So. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was, uh, that's harp. Does anybody else have anything to add to it other than just this is, here it is, you know, I think one of those things. We're going to lead into DARPA because DARPA had a touch into this. Um, I think next episode, we're going to kind of do that a little bit. DARPA is another, DARPA is a little bit more nefarious, I think, it's, in my it's, eyes. DARPA is interesting. They do a lot of, really interesting research but they do a lot of like black budget like who the fuck mm. knows what they're really doing right. kind of shit yeah right. Right. Um, not saying that they're not worth being there however there's another side to it so and this is something because they have their hands in in this uh in this whole they project. had their hands in so. your butthole but yeah and yeah. i mean i love conspiracies just as much as the next guy i mean they're super fun to think about yeah and, i just want them to be you know, like worth my time sure but i mean i think people just need to have a little more critical thinking skills and um before you jump on just, that just be a little rational a little here you know i mean yeah. i i you know i'm a huge ufo guy yeah but i still try and think about things rationally right um well i'm a huge ghost guy but you gotta you know especially halloween oh my god when halloween popped up i got a picture in the window i got this i got that that's a fucking chair that's a a bird in a cage. I mean, it just yeah. blows my mind what people. Yeah, think. and it's like some of these conspiracies. Like, I want to believe that. I want to, for some for some reason, I want to believe that there's this scary government trying to manipulate the weather and do all this crazy shit. Which I'm not saying that's not there because that's no, crazy. I mean, but I don't think if that's they not could, here. They fucking would for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and then that would go black as black could be. Right. Yep. You know Especially I mean? nowadays, like University when you look at it. of Alaska Fairbanks would no longer be in control of that. That would go dark. That would like, yeah, yeah. Well, there's and more then we it. and then we would just control the entire world. Yeah, I mean more so than more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> anywho, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I I love the idea of of the weird, crazy, and getting into DARPA is going to be a lot of fun for me. Um, cause I do love the idea of like weird ass government stuff. Cause I know like we talked about MK ultra for just a second, but like that specifically, but a lot of other things, like I know like the, the, the government is doing weird shit, like, uh, like horse back to remote viewing and like project Stargate and all that shit. Like absolutely dude. And documented this is, proven yeah. the government is doing weird shit. And then you look at like, also, I love Stranger Things. Like, I love shows like that where, like, there's like this crazy, like, the adults are doing crazy shit, but the little kids are having an adventure, and it's fucking amazing. That's um, <laughs> why you brought that up. I love those sh- those type of shows. But like in the '80s, the DOE was doing shit. crazy ass research. Oh yeah, like it was that, fucking crazy. You know? And the thing is, I'm patriotic through and through. I've said it before. That doesn't mean I trust my government. I served in it. I get it. But you know. We got things going on. And so I think that's where we separate tit from tat, you know, when it comes to heart. Tit from tit, left tit from right tit. Yeah, whatever you want to do, flop them around. 
we'll go from there. But I think this was, uh, anyway, that's harp. Um, you can reach us, feel free at strange uncles, uh, gmail.com. You can find our website, my strange uncles at gmail.com. You can write us 801-252-6945 and yeah, you can slide into the DMS on, uh, Instagram at strange uncles podcast. Uh, we're also that on Facebook, but I haven't downloaded Facebook messenger, nor will I. So if you send us a DM there, good luck. Um, mm. and then we're yeah. strange uncles on Twitter. You can slide into those DMS and see how Shane handles that <laughs> by all means. Um, anyway, hopefully everything's cool. Good luck on this episode and, uh, we'll see y'all next week. Close the gates guys. Close them. <laughs>